0: So the series we've been in since February of this year is basically over. I mean, we're going to talk about what's going on in the world around us. Last week, we talked about fear. This week, we're going to talk about worry Next week, Abby Utter is going to join me, and we're going to talk about stress. Uh, she was already scheduled to preach that Sunday as well, already, but um, I asked her to change her topic, and I just want to sit and talk with her about you know, like, how does the body respond to stress, how do our systems respond when we perceive danger or threat, and then how do we restore peace and calm. And um, We're going to talk about all this stuff because I believe the gospel speaks to everyday life. Whatever we're going through... The gospel speaks to it, and it speaks the loudest when we need it the most. That's why what we're going to do today in the message is we're going to go straight to the gospel. We're going to go straight to the teachings of Jesus, the words in red, and we're going to hear what God would say to us through his son Jesus today. It's Matthew chapter 6. If you want to go ahead and find it at the house, you can either pull it up on your phone or computer, or if you've got a Bible there, you can pull it up. Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 25. That's where we're headed to. Um, one of the things that I've found helpful this week in this time of in-ease to kind of calm the, the fear just a little bit and calm the worry uh, besides not watching the news. And I'll tell you, don't watch the news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, it's not healthy and it's not helpful. You can check it once or twice a day, but don't just sit on that all day. Uh, it'll just kind of spiral the fear and worry. But the other thing that i found really helpful is just getting in the Word of God. And that's, that's, where I just want to root these next few weeks, I just want to spend time in the Word of God together with you because we believe that the words written here by guys like Matthew and Mark and you know John and Peter and Paul, that these words were somehow inspired by God. And so what we hear when we read these words, we hear the heart of God. And we especially believe that about the words written in red. We believe those because Jesus, the Son of God, said those things to us. And so they carry a little extra weight and a little extra emphasis for us and so I want to go to what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount about worry and I'll begin reading in verse 25 Therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body and what you will wear is not life more important than food and the body more than clothes Tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I have needed those words in so many ways this past week. Uh, not just because of the coronavirus. That's been on everybody's mind. And it's disrupted every aspect of our daily life. And, and I don't care who you are. If you're one of these people like, well, I don't worry about anything. And I don't have any kind of anxiety. I mean, you can't help have it spike just a little bit during the last several days, but not just because of that. I've had plenty of other reasons to worry. I've got a, a college student who's home now and we don't know whether or not her semester will even get to finish. And, you know, I've got another teenager at the house, and I've got a nine-year-old who's very rambunctious, and I've got a very disobedient and rebellious dog at my house. And, and she truly is possessed by a demon. I mean, I, the, what you see on social media is just the tip of the iceberg. So, I mean, I've got plenty of reasons to have worry and anxiety and stress. Uh, this morning proved it more than any, like, ten minutes Before we were ready to go online, you heard Scott reference it at the beginning this morning, but 10 minutes, uh, everything just crashed, and we couldn't get things to stream to YouTube, and we couldn't get things to stream to Facebook, and I mean, my anxiety just shot through the roof. I'm still shaking a little bit, just worried about that. I'm like, who knew that it would be this stressful and chaotic to do online church? But just the fact of leading a church through a time like this, leading a church always brings anxiety. But leading a church in a time of crisis like this brings an extra dose of anxiety. So all I'm telling you, I'm just confessing to you, I desperately needed these words of Jesus this week. I desperately needed uh, God to calm my heart and say, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Just worry about today. And one of the things I've learned to do through these emotional health series that we've done is that whenever my emotions start to ramp up or, you know, the feelings start to take over and, and you start to act out in ways that you wouldn't, you know, like you get short with folks or you get angry or, you know, you just kind of, you, you just feel it in your body, your emotions start to take over. One of the things that I've learned to do is what Brene Brown calls rumble with that emotion. You know, just, just spend some time asking yourself, what am I feeling and why am I feeling it? Just the exercise of naming the emotion brings some calm. Just the exercise of saying out loud or to your God, I'm scared, or I'm worried, or uh, you know, I'm, I'm anxious, I'm stressed. Just naming the emotion. You wouldn't believe how much calm that, that does, just recognizing what it is. And then once you've named it, Then you kind of rumble with it a little bit, like, why am I feeling this way? What is it? What is it? What's happening beneath the surface? You're like, well, the coronavirus. I know, yeah, but what's happening beneath the surface that's leading me to feel anxious and worried? And as I've done that this week, I came to two conclusions. One, I feel that way because I feel out of control. And those of you that know me know I like to feel in control. I I like to know what the plan is. I like to to have a plan. I'm not a spontaneous person. I like to feel like I've got control of things. And with this situation, I don't. None of us do. And if you'll think about times in your life when you've felt anxious or worried, whenever that is spiked, it's usually because you feel out of control. You know, a lot of us get anxious about flying, but very few of us get anxious about driving. And why is that? Because we feel in control when we're driving. We're holding the steering wheel and we're controlling the brake. And it feels like we've got control. Even though we really don't have control. Even then we don't have control. Because I'm dependent upon the person that's meeting me in the incoming lane to stay in their lane. I'm dependent on them to, to make good decisions. I'm depending on me to make good decisions. I'm uh, you know, depending on the equipment to work the way that it's supposed to work. I mean, reality is... We never are fully in control. But when we're reminded of it, when we're reminded how we're not really in control of our finances, we're not really in control of our health. We're not really in control of, of our this world. I mean, when we're reminded of it, our anxiety starts to spike. And that's one of the reasons that I've wrestled this week with worry is because I'm feeling out of control. The other reason is uncertainty. I, I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow like I don't know if the kids are going to go back to school I don't know when they'll go back to school or if you know I don't know what's going to happen next week or you know well most of the businesses shut down you know they're advocating that we take a break is that what's going to happen next week and how's that going to impact uh the jobs of, of folks in our community and how's it going to affect mine and you know I mean just it, 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 when I feel uncertain about the future that's when anxiety spikes. Uh, because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know where this thing is going to go. I want to tell everybody, hey, it's going to be okay, just don't worry, everything's going to be fine. And I've said those messages on social media, but at the same time, there's that little voice inside me going, but you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, thankfully, Jesus addresses both of my concerns in this teaching. He addresses my feeling of being out of control, and he addresses my feelings of uncertainty. And he addresses it at the beginning and end of the teaching. So look at verse 25. Jesus begins this teaching with a very simple command. He says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or what you will wear. Now, when I've read this passage in the past and thought, you know, why, why does Jesus mention these things? I mean, in America, we tend to worry about trivial things. We don't worry about our meal and what we're going to drink and this week has shown us we do worry about those things our behavior in the grocery store has shown that we're very worried about these things and one of the things that's foremost on a lot of people's minds is you know what's this going to do to the economy and what's this going to do to my business and what's this going to do to my job and and that's really what Jesus is addressing here in this text, the word therefore, verse 25, whenever you see that word, you should always jump up at least one verse ahead and see what it's there for. Like, why does he say that word? And if you will jump up one verse, Jesus tells us you can't serve both God and money. So he's addressing our finances. And then he says, therefore, don't worry about basic necessities. Basically what Jesus is saying here is don't worry about your income. And he's not telling us to be reckless here. He's not telling us to be careless. He's not telling us to be irresponsible. Okay, I mean, yes, make plans for the future. Yes, make contingencies. I mean, all of those things that we should do, that's just good common sense. But what he's saying is, don't give that um, unnecessary power and control over your life. Because you really can't control it completely. I mean, we thought we would control, could control it a couple of weeks ago, but we now know that we, we really can't. And Jesus is saying, don't be overly concerned with these things. What he's really talking about here in verse 25 is priorities. I can't control the stock market. I can't control uh, the economy. I can't control what happens. The only thing that I can control is who I choose to put my trust in. And that's all Jesus is asking us to do. Like you, you, know, you can't control all these other things, so don't be overly concerned with those things. What you can control is who you choose to focus on and who you're going to put your trust in. And that's exactly what Jesus is saying here in this passage. One of the most famous verses in the Gospels is verse 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Do you realize that verse comes in the context of a teaching on worry? So you see how Jesus is talking about priority here, how he's saying all you can do is choose who you will focus on. And what he's asking us to do is to focus 100% on him, not the wind and the waves, not the storm that's swirling around us. Focus 100% on him and all these other concerns will be taken care of as well. And then look at the last verse in this teaching. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. All we can worry about is the day before us. That, we, that's all we know is what's happening right now and what's in the present. So we deal with today and we save tomorrow for tomorrow. Max Licato put it this way. Meet today's problems with today's strengths don't start tackling tomorrow's problems until tomorrow because you don't have tomorrow's strength yet. You simply have enough for today. In recovery, they call that taking it one day at a time. Just taking it one day at a time. I can't worry. If I start worrying about the future, that it just piles up and piles up and piles up. All I can worry about is what's happening right now in the presence and I will take one day at a time. This... Earlier in the week, uh, I did a couple of uh, radio broadcasts with uh, Chris Bowie, who's at Saint Peter's Episcopal, and Trent Ogilvie with Bethel Chapel A.M.E., and we're doing it on 101.7 and 103.7 uh, Monday through Friday at at 5:30 p.m. I think it's going to be a regular thing at least while this is going on, and the radio just wanted you know pastors to come in and talk about you know how does the community of faith respond in situations like this, and the very first one we did. We closed by praying the Lord's Prayer, and we talked about fear and panic and worry and anxiety and all those things, and as we were walking out of the radio station, I was walking with my friend Trent, and I, we were talking about the grocery store. You know how people are acting crazy in the grocery stores, and, and we were just talking about that, and Trent said something to me that was, it was very profound. I, I'm going to give him the credit, even though I think Jesus said it first, but uh, Trent said, Do you remember the story in the Old Testament when the Israelites were wandering in the desert? And they were worried, and they were stressed, and and they were fearful, and they didn't know what tomorrow would bring. And God provided for them their daily needs. God provided manna from heaven, and he provided quail. But what did he instruct the Israelites to do? Only take what you need for today. Don't gather more than you need. So he provided for their needs every day and said, worry about today, not about tomorrow. And then Trent said to me, what did we just pray together, brother? We prayed, give us this day our daily bread. That's what the Lord instructed us to pray for. Don't give us tomorrow's bread. We're not ready. We don't have tomorrow's strength yet. Just give us this day our daily bread. So that's my encouragement to you. This morning is let's take one day at a time let's worry about the things that we need to worry about today okay let's just let's don't worry about tomorrow let's focus on today's concerns and let's choose to focus our attention and to root our trust in the one who has the power to calm the wind and the waves I want to close our service today by praying that prayer. Jesus taught the Lord's Prayer just a few verses above in Matthew chapter 6. So if you've got a Bible open, you can go ahead and look. But I want us to pray that prayer together. And uh, we're going to pray it out of the King James Version because that's the way most of us learned it. And I will invite you at your house to recite along with me as we do this together. Uh, if you're comfortable doing so. So let's close our eyes and let's pray this prayer to our Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Guys, I know it's, it's a difficult time right now. I know uh, people are, are worried and stressed. Keep looking to Jesus. Keep putting your faith and trust in God. Uh, we're here to walk with you in this. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday.